Welcome to episode number 67 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Ann Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to talk about wild dreams today, and there's two reasons for that. Well, number one, I have this amazing uh, box of affirmation cards, and um, if you are a client in my mastermind, you know about these because I sent them to you, Um, but they're called the Listen Bitch affirmation cards and they are affirmation cards to remind you who the fuck you are. And I love these and they're beautiful. They're my, you know, probably if there were ever a product that matched my brand colors, these things are gorgeous. They have that camel black and pink. They're just beautiful. And they have these drawings and then they have these sayings and there are so many of them that are fantastic. And I'll read you a couple so that you can see, but the one that we're going to focus on today, I'll save that for the last one, but just to, um, give you a, um, opportunity to go find these things. And I'm actually trying to look. So these are produced. You can go to the website. It's listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, bitch, B-I-T-C-H dot C-A, because this is a um, small business owner who's out of Toronto, Ontario in Canada. And so these are um, cards that are produced. And I think that I... I don't even know where I got them. I think I saw somebody have them or an ad came up in my Instagram feed and I was like, God, I need these. So it says, listen, bitch, sometimes even the strongest people need some uplifting. Use these 50 affirmation cards to remind you of what you're capable of and the love that you fucking deserve. Read them slowly, repeat them out loud, and then carry on like the legend that you are. Yes. Yes. That's all the, like I'm about all of that. So, so I love these. Let me read you a couple. And, um, you may consider that uh, you may want to pause this podcast and go buy these, but, uh, and then reach out to the gal on Instagram because she's actually super nice and she responds readily to, you know, DMs and stuff. And if you like them, but so um, one, it's a show, it's a showerless stay in bed all day type of day. That's okay. And each one says at the top, listen, bitch, don't take anyone's shit. You're always to be respected. Always. Listen, bitch, your opinions aren't tattoos. You can change them anytime. Listen, bitch, change is good. Embrace that shit. Listen, bitch, your ending is still unwritten. It's never too too late to create a life you love. Listen, bitch, tell the, all the negative assholes in your head to sit in the corner for a lifelong time out. <laughs> I like that one in particular. Um... Here's another one. If you were able to listen, bitch, if you were able to believe in Santa and the tooth fairy, you can definitely believe in yourself. So I love this. But and those are all fantastic. I keep these on my desk. I look at them every once in a while when I need a good kick in the ass because my head's serving me up some, you know, supreme bullshit that I need to get, uh, you know, uh, that I need to clear out or, or really just like, you know, get back into that, that space of, wait a minute, what do I want to choose to think about this? And so, um, I love these cards, highly recommend them. They're so cute. And, uh, um, again, if you want, if you're like, Oh, I want those, you can either go buy them yourself or you can just join the mastermind. That's our next mastermind that's coming and, uh, you'll get a a set of them too. So, um, but this is the one that I want to focus on for today because I think it's lovely. And I think that we don't, spend time talking about this probably as much as I'd like, uh, to see us talk about it because this is where there's so much opportunity. And this is where, you know, the, um, this is where I think epic shit happens. So this card today that I, um, that I found was listen, bitch, your wildest dreams deserve a chance. 
And even to just say that makes the, um, it makes my, uh, chest kind of feel a little bit light and like it, it almost like my heart quickens a little bit and it kind of cues up this like this almost sense of like a little bit of joy and pride and optimism and almost makes me want to like like tear up and start to cry right like like your wildest dreams deserve a chance and I don't know when it was last that you allowed yourself either number one the opportunity to dream big uh, or number two, that you actively sought out and created time in your calendar or on your schedule to dream big. And those are probably two of the things that I see amongst our nurse business owners and nurse CEOs that, that we don't necessarily do as much of. And look, here's, here's what's so interesting. Many of my clients who are, um, and, and for those of you who have done your Clifton Strengths assessment or you're in the program, you'll understand this that, you know, when we look at our top five Clifton Strengths um, and really understand our superpowers, some of us really have a knack for and a strength of being able to think about the future. We are futuristic. We are the ideators of the world. We are the people who are amazing at idea generation. And some of us have that strength. And, uh, and I would say probably in, in, in my clients, just uh, this is anecdotal, but just from all of the, you know, a couple hundred at this point, probably strength, Clifton strengths reviews and, and, uh, assessments that we've done. I would say there's probably about one out of five or one out of six, maybe, who um, actually has some of those uh, futuristic ideation or you know um, visionary uh, uh, strengths in their top five, and then the rest of us, I think, are um, you know not to say that we can't do it, but maybe it's just not our strength, right? And so I think that that right there is an opportunity because what's so interesting is that when you are building a business or you're going out to do something new, you have to engage in that visionary, um, that, that level of creating the vision in order to understand where you're going. Right. And so, so if you're also in the program, you know that in Nurses Living the Good Life, we talk about not spending time, you know, strengthening our weaknesses, right? Like that's not the sandbox that we play in. We know our strengths, we double down on them, we fucking leverage the hell out of them, and we go to town to make money, create impact, do good, and do well. Hands down approach. Like that's what we do. And in when we start to think about business or we start to think about how we're going to generate and create impact, whether it's in a service-based business or in the work that we do as advanced practice nurses, I think that, you know, that visionary sense really is something that we need to lean into and really need to try on, even if it doesn't feel like it's a natural ability of ours, or even if it doesn't feel comfortable. A lot of people, when we start to talk about dream big, I have a, um, there's a section in Nurses Living the Good Life in our pre-recorded content that's called Dream Big. And there's an exercise that that my clients do and that walks them through step by step. Um, you know, if you were, um, you know, on a perfect day and, and, you know, if you were, if we wiped the slate clean, what would it look like? And who would be there and who would not be there? And what would you be doing? What would you not be doing? And what would you be eating all of the, like all of these, right? We're trying to engage all of the senses and 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 really tap into 
you know, the, the setting and really to create that vision of what's possible. It's it, right. This is why Pinterest is so interesting for a lot of people, because Pinterest gives you an ability to see something for people who are visual and like to see it. Pinterest gives you the ability to take things and to pin them onto a board, almost as if you were making your own vision board or your own, you know, um, uh, maybe if you're doing a project or, you know, you're taking things and, and putting them all together so that you can create this larger vision. And so I think when we start, you know, to think about kind of what's possible in the future and start to dream big, for some of us, there, that feels a little bit uncomfortable. And so again, with Pinterest, you can do this, you know, with pictures, um, with mood boards or with um, vision boards. You can do this with magazines and cutting pictures out with um, the activity that we have in Nurses Living the Good Life uh, in addition to doing the vision board. Some of us are, are more favorable, like it, it, it uh, lends better to our brains to write it out, right? There's, a, a, as adult learners, we all have kind of different ways in which we learn or soak up the learning or engage with the learning. And so so your job really is to just, number one, say, wow, if I was going to embark upon a process where I dream big, uh, what's the best way that I could engage, you know, myself to, um, in a way that really excites me? You know, is it going to cut the pictures out of the magazines? Is it talking through it with someone? Is it getting the whiteboard out and writing all the thoughts down in my head and and putting it out? Is it the post-it note approach, which is I go and get a a stack of post-it notes and I just, you know, I write down every crazy fucking wild idea and I go and I, I, everyone gets a single post-it note and then I go and take all those post-it notes and I put them up on a wall and then I look and I take a step back and I go and have a cup of coffee or I go take a walk and then I come back and in a day or an hour or a week and I come back and say, all right, what now? What makes sense? What's I, I look for trends and I look for, you know, the things that emerge out of there. And um and I love this process. I love it. I love to go through this process with clients where it's just part of the work that we're going to do in uh, private practice in 30 days. So if you're in that program in Nurses Living the Good Life and you're participating in uh, our private member uh, group and Facebook, you know that, uh, you know, you'll have access to this. But but this is kind of that that opportunity to wipe the slate clean and to re-envision, you know, and and I love love that opportunity. So, um, so I want you to think about it. I want you to just, you know, take a minute for yourself. You have to pause the podcast right now. And if you're driving, don't (laughs) just keep driving and focus for God's sakes. Let's get you wherever you're going safely. Okay. But I, but I, um, I want you to just take an opportunity and I want you to pause and, and, and with honesty. Okay. Not with, well, you know, uh, not with like the fucking Pollyanna version. I'm talking be blatantly honest with yourself because what do you have to lose? It's just with you. You don't have to tell anybody. But I want you to just ask yourself, when was the last time that I allowed myself to dream? When was it? And furthermore, what dreams down there are lurking? What are the ones that keep coming back up again and again and again? Those are the ones I want you to pay attention to because those are the ones where there's so much opportunity and you have to become a person who like, look, I want you to just think about this in a clinical sense. We'll, we'll, We'll liken this to a clinical scenario. 
if you had a patient who came in and we used to get this uh, all the time with um, um, you know chronic like vulvar itching so uh, the you know we would have a patient and think of this for any of your you know dermatologic conditions in general if you have a patient who comes in and says I have a rash or I have this space it's really itchy what do you do well like well, usually we evaluate it and maybe we go on, you know, Derm DX or whatever that program is, or we maybe, um, you know, go to some of our, uh, you know, Google images and we search or some of our old trusty faithful Derm handbooks or old textbooks. I know if you're like me, like I, I've got a couple of those actually uh, hanging out in my closet. Uh, and sometimes I do pull them out, right? Because those are invaluable. Sometimes it's just to be able to see a picture and to be able to, right, compare the picture. Well, I don't think it's this, but I don't think it's this, right? But as advanced practice nurses, we do our due diligence. If somebody says, hey, I have this thing, it's bothersome and it's itchy and it started this time and, you know, we run through the whole old carts of, you know, all the characteristics of the symptoms and the concerns. And then what do we do? Well, we say, all right, well, I think it's just yeast. So, you know, it's probably just a fungal something. And I'm going to treat it with an antifungal, right? And so some of us will say, you know what? Look, I actually only use mycolog. It's an antifungal plus a, you know, a low-dose steroid uh, because I think that's a good combination. Some of us will just be like, actually, you know what? I just use all-purpose nipple ointment. If you're in the world of, uh, you ever worked with any of the breastfeeding women, and even if you haven't worked with the breastfeeding women and you don't know about APNO or all-purpose nipple ointment, which is designed, which was uh, created by Jack Newman, the... Um, and is a uh, compounded medication that is fantastic. It's like a low-dose steroid. It's a low-dose, uh, it's an antifungal, and it is an antibacterial, all in one cream, and they compound it. And some of the actual compounding pharmacies will throw in a little bit of um, a um, powder of like uh, ibuprofen and for a pain relief. So for all of our uh, my breastfeeding moms over the past, and I'll tell you something, this this cream is like the cream to beat all creams. This is a cream that, I mean, because why not? It, it literally takes care of, it like kills three, four birds with one stone. Fungal, done. Bacterial infection, done. Uh, you know, the steroid uh, to, you know, suppress some of that inflammation, done. I mean, it's a great, great cream. Anyways, um, Go look it up. You can Google it. All-purpose appointment. Jack Newman. He's a pediatrician out of Canada and fantastic. He was a huge uh, advocate for breastfeeding and um, and uh, and this is one of the um, the creams that they use for sore nipples. So I love this stuff. But anyways, but look. So you get to choose whatever your variety of your garden variety of <laughs> creams are or ointments or whatever you want to choose for some of this these rashes that come in, right? But here's the bottom line: you treat it. You treat it. You do something. I mean, shit, even if you're just like, I don't even know what it is. And you're like, let me just go down the hall and I'm going to Google the image and, or I'm going to you know, Google what I think it is. Or you're like, I don't know, maybe it's in Batigo. Like, I don't know. I kind of remember that from nursing school, but shit, I don't even, I, I couldn't tell you what in Batigo. I mean, like, or, or tinea, if you look, cause all these differentials are swirling around your head, but you, you take those and then you go do something with it. You go look it up or you go talk to somebody or you go to one of your reference guides and then you figure out a plan. You're like, all right, here's my plan. This is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to, you know, I want you to uh, put the cream on BID or TID, uh, you know, for the next uh, week. And if no improvement, I want you to call me, right? 
I mean, most of us, I think, have some, you know, especially when you're getting into some of these ones that you're like, well, that's concerning. But right, we give our patients some follow-up. Hey, if the treatment that I've prescribed to you isn't working, I want you to call us and let us know. We will get you either a, a phone visit if we need to, a telehealth visit, or if I think you need to come back into the office, I'd be happy to see you. And But, but please let us know, okay? We want to make sure that you're getting better. Right. I used to have this conversation all the time with patients. And right, and so for some of your patients who like for our, our um I used to treat our you know chronic vulvar conditions, right? Some of those people who had, you know, um a overgrowth, who had uh like heavy fungal infection or who had a lot of irritation and a lot of dermatitis. Sometimes I would just be like, hey, this is this is pretty impressive. This is what I want you to do. I want you to put on these creams. These are your prescriptions. And then I want you to actually come back and see me in a week because you're so uncomfortable. And I'm going to see you every week. And we're just going to make sure that this gets better and better and better. And by the way, we're also going to start to think about what is at the root of this problem, right? Like, I don't know, do you need a fasting insulin or do we need to do a hemoglobin A1C and see if you've got any diabetes crap going on? Like, right? We provide, right, the patient comes to us with a um, with something that's going on, we provide a treatment plan. You know how this goes. You do it a million times a day. But here's what's so interesting is that when the patients come to us with their concerns or with their, you know, whatever is going on for them, we give them essentially a chance. We say, all right, I'm, you're, you're, you're coming to me with a concern uh, and uh, you, you know, you either pay for the visit or you use your insurance and then in exchange for that payment, I, my, the value that I create for you is that I evaluate your arm or whatever that rash is, and then I prescribe you, if indicated, a you know treatment uh, plan, maybe including meds or, or surveillance or whatever it is, right? Decreasing your sugar in your diet, I don't know, whatever it is, right? We do that. But so we as advanced practice nurses, we have this skill set. But here's what's so interesting about the dream part. If you are the person who you came to me, now, like, right, I do business consulting and I have a lot of, I work with people who sometimes come to me and say, hey, you know, um, I, you know, want you to take a look at my business and see, you know, where there are opportunities. And, and we do a little bit more of the consulting side of it rather than the coaching piece of it. I do a little bit of both. But like, so people come to me with their business concerns, right, all the time. And, and I help them, right? And so we know that this process is not, right, the process of being a consultant or a clinician or a, a service person who looks at problems or a, a chief problem solver is that people come to us with problems, we provide solutions to them. But th- this is what's so fascinating is that some of you will come to me and say, and I, if I've had this conversation once, I've had it a million fucking times, which is that you get on, we get on the Zoom call and or we're in the middle of conversation or we're out or whatever. And you're like, yeah, you know, I really, um, you know, I've been, ha- I've had this idea for a long time. And, um, you know, I just, I really think that there is this need for a course. Like, you know, my patients come in and, and they get diagnosed with X, Y, or Z, and then they don't know, you know, all the basics. And, and I don't have enough, you know, 60 minutes of bandwidth to be able to, um, you know, give them the appropriate amount of, of support, uh, recommendations, uh, and rationale for the treatment plan that I'm recommending. And you're like, and then I'm just, you know, at a loss. And like, I just really have had this like recurring thought of like, you know, maybe I should put together this course. And that the course is, is we can just liken that course to like a rash. It just keeps coming back. 
it keeps coming back, keeps coming back. But in the business sense or in the dream sense, the, the people who are coming to me with the ideas, the wild fucking ideas are like, I want to build this course or like, I really see in my practice that the, you know, there are a lot of people who are, um, you know, there are a lot of women that are in need of hormone support. And there are a lot of women who are, you know, who want more comprehensive uh, approach to weight loss, or there are a lot of women, who, you know, you've, or, or some of you are like, you know, I've seen Botox and I think Botox is so interesting and I want to be an injector and it's been there, but like, I don't know, I'm in primary care and like, I don't know, but I've had this dream forever. It would be like you having a rash forever and not ever doing any cream, <laughs> right? Like that's what it is to have a wild dream. It itches. It literally itches. But here's what we do in the healthcare world. We treat that shit because that's what we've been trained to do. But when it comes to our own personal desires and our wild dreams, we we sometimes say, well, I, you know, mm, I don't know, maybe. Or furthermore, the wild dream pops up and it's like, create this course that's going to be amazing. Your patients will love it and you'll, you know, fill a gap in the, um, you know, you provide a solution and fill this current gap that exists and, you know, provide a solution to a pain point that someone's having. And all of a sudden your brain just automatically goes into like poo-poo mode. Like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be really hard. They're not going to buy it. I don't even know where I would sell it. I don't even know how to get started. Um, you know, well, I don't, you know, how do you even sell that? Like, I don't even have any business experience. Like the, your brain just like chimes in with all this bullshit. Like before we even try a cream. I mean, I just want you to think about this. If somebody comes to you with an, with an, a rash, okay. And you have no fucking clue about dermatology. Here's what you do. Most of us. And I, we're going to be honest. I'm going to be honest and you better be honest with yourself because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But I'm going to be honest on this podcast. Somebody comes to me with a, with an, with a rash. This is what I do. I'm like, all right, the majority of rashes, common things happen commonly. The majority of these rashes are probably, they are either, um, uh, inflammatory based where there's some autoimmune issue or some kind of contact dermatitis, some exposure to something, or they are fungal based or they are bacterial. Okay. It's, it. I mean, like the, the common number of rashes. Okay. So therefore my common treatment plan includes treating each one of those. Okay. Maybe we try a hydrocortisone. Okay. Maybe we try an antifungal, right? Uh, a triamcinolone. Okay. Maybe we try a, um, antibacterial, right? Like maybe we do a combo of those, but, but I try something. I tell them, hey, there's a, this thing called a scratch itch cycle. And so if you scratch it, the more that you scratch it, the more it will itch because of all of that histamine and all of those factors that get released in the skin. Um, and so we really, if you can try, you will have an urge to itch it. Uh, and I want you to sit with that urge and actually not scratch it, right? And so, but, but we give them something, we give them something, we, we, we support them and say, Hey, all right, try this. And then we say to them, Hey, if that doesn't work, come on back. We're going to, and, and look, and you may have in your arsenal of the ways in which you treat rashes, you may have your go-tos of the creams and treatment plans that you use. But at the end of the day, if the person keeps coming back to you and after three or four visits gets no improvement and you're just like, fucked if I know. I mean, I thought it was derm I thought it was contact dermatitis, but it's not. I thought it was fungal, but I treated it and wasn't. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to send you to a dermatologist. Or I'm going to have you come and see this other person on my in my department who's really good with skin conditions, even if they're not in derm. Maybe it's primary care somebody. Maybe it's a WHMP and you're like, I don't know. Like or or for some of our vulvar patients, one of our um 
one of my colleagues here in Cleveland, her nickname's the Vulva Queen. You know, I would try to treat our some of these vulvar dermatoses and like and treat them with arsenal of commonly used products, knowing that a lot of them are are usually yeast based or their contact dermatitis. But we would treat them, and if they didn't get significant relief or steady improvement, I would send them to our vulvar queen. Be like, hey, Jean, figure this shit out. She'd be like, sweet. And she's brilliant at it. But that I had a plan in place. Okay, right? Most of us have plans for all of the patients that come to us. And if we don't have the plan right in our the forefront of, of, of you know, set out in advance, we know what we're going to do. We, we, we have a, a, a playbook, so to speak. Maybe we refer or maybe we go and look up on UpToDate or, you know, DermDX or whatever. We have a goddamn plan in place. So, but, but your dreams are no different. I want you to consider that dream is like a rash and it itches. And it's just like, give me something, please. Please give me something. Give me a, give me a steroid for God's sakes. But when your dreams are itching, you're just like, I don't know. Maybe we, I don't know. It's like looking at the steroid cream and being like, I don't know. Hydrocortisone's bad. I'm not going to put it on. Okay. I mean, all right. Like not even trying. Do something. And that dream, you know, when these dreams come out, whether it's this desire to move to a different city or it's this desire to completely reinvent the way your body looks or it's this desire to, I got to get out of this run relationship with this friend who's driving me fucking crazy, right? Like that, when that, that itch is there, when that rash is there and it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up. Why, why do, why do you, and I, I too, because I'm not alone in this, you're, you're not alone, I should say, I do this too, but why do we not? Are we willing to become the people who just go and treat the rash? And we don't just like scratch it and hope it goes away or, you know, try to just ignore it, put a fucking bandaid over it. No, let's treat it. That's what you, that's what I, that's the premise. That's what I want you to consider doing with your wild dreams. I want you to give them a chance. I want you to try something. You know, I, the the book that I wrote back in the day when I was like, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to write a book. And I went out and photographed myself with a foam roller on a yoga mat. And it was called uh, Lower, I can't even remember, The Healthy Back Solution for for Women. And I, you know, I don't know. I was just so sick and tired of talking about back pain with people in the office. And I was like, well, I know what I do and it fucking works. I use my foam roller and I you know, roll my back out and do myofascial release. And then I have these stretches that I do for my low back in particular. And, you know, right. I made a book because I was like, I don't know. I keep talking about low back pain in the office and low back pain is the most, you know, the number one reason that people seek out, (laughs) you know, a, a visit with a primary care person. Like it's low back. It's like drives about a third of healthcare visits over the course of the year. It's crazy what low back pain is, right? If you don't believe me, go and look at places like Virginia Mason Medical Center or Kaiser Permanente, and you will then understand why they invest so heavily in protocols and standardized procedures that treat low back pain in a very in a series of low intervention and low cost and and highly effective methods, right? Because low back pain is such an issue, but like it's kind of like like are you willing to just give, like attend to this dream as though it were low back pain, as though it were a rash? 
And if not, then why? We do it every day for people who come in to see us. We do it all the time for them. Are you willing to do it for yourself? Are you willing to give your wildest dreams a chance? Are you willing to scratch that itch? (laughs) And look, now I know we just talked about scratch it cycle and I said, you know, we're not going to scratch it, right? Even though it feels super itchy, we're going to just really resist. We're going to notice that urge to scratch it and then we're not going to scratch it, right? We're just going to like try to get out of that cycle over the next 48 hours. It's going to be hard and we're going to use some meds. We're going to get you some histamine and, you know, uh, get you on some, you know, histamine blockers. Maybe it's an H1 and an H2 blocker, but we're going to do all, right? But like, but like we do something. So if that itch is coming around for you, it's like, oh, that dream, that dream, it's there, it's there. Oh, that little private practice. Oh, that, you know, I want to help people like, I don't know, with overeating or I want to help people with like, I figured out how to do my taxes and I really want to go out and help people. Or I figured out how to, you know, be more financially savvy with, you know, investing the money I have in my 403B. And like a lot of, a lot of MPs don't know how to do that. So like, I just want to like, I just want to like help people do that. But like, oh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just an MP and blah, 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 blah. Same old wonky story. Okay. Like, let's just, let's just. Let's just treat it. Let's give it a med. Let's give it, let's do something. You would never stand. If, you're, if your student came in and was like, oh, the, uh, your student MP was like, oh, uh, well, the patient's here because she has a rash, you know, and uh, we're just going to not do anything about it. You'd be like, no. You'd be like, number one, I don't know what school you're going to, but you need to go back there. Or you would personally contact the school and be like, I don't know what you're teaching, but like, this is not appropriate. <laughs> Like we're we're there to treat. We're there to assess and to treat. Not always with medications, but we're there to provide a damn plan. So provide a plan. Are you willing to just provide a plan to your wildest dreams? Are you willing to entertain them? Are you willing to do an old carts on your wildest dreams to understand all of the, you know, all of the intricacies on them? Are you willing to do a, a vision board on those dreams and 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 scope them out and just allow yourself the pleasure and joy of thinking? of something amazing, of something big, of something hairy? Are you willing to allow yourself that moment? And and why not? It's so fun. This is the most fun I ever have with business owners, I think, and with advanced practice nurses. When we start to dream, I'm like, all right, we're going to fucking wipe the slate clean. If the debt's gone, if you win the lottery tomorrow, what are we doing? How many days are we working? Are we working at all? Are we sipping Aperol spritzes and, you know, I don't know, Costa Rica? Are we, are we on, you know, the, in the Caribbean? Are we on a cruise in the Mediterranean, you know, going to visit Champagne country? I don't know. What are we doing? But like it all starts with you scratching that itch a little bit. Or in our case, applying cream, <laughs> but doing something, something that's going to help. Okay. Okay. So go, give your wildest dreams a chance. They deserve a chance. They deserve your attention. And you are kidding yourself if you think that that rash is just going to go away on its own, okay? Because you know, if you've been in the situation where you got these big ideas and these big wild dreams, and they just keep coming around and they keep coming around, girl, we got to do something with that. So let's do something with it. Let's dream big. Let's be wild. Give them a chance, okay? If you need some help with that, you come on over into Nurses Living the Good Life.
okay? Doors are officially closed right now, but you can always get onto the waiting list. So, okay, see you next week. Take care. Hey, if you're ready to live the good life, I want to invite you to join Nurses Living the Good Life, my group coaching program for women advanced practice nurses, where you're going to learn how to do good work in the world and do well for yourself using my proven formula, a coach approach. Best part, it's risk-free. You're either going to learn how to create your version of the good life or I'll give you your money back. Just head over to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com and we'll see you inside.